Christmas Day Advent Reflection. My name is Patrick, and it is my privilege, along with Sarah, to lead you through a time of scripture, prayer, and quiet on this busy day. If you have a candle, feel free to pause here and prepare that. Over the last four weeks, we have gathered together on Sundays and we have practiced the season of Advent. We have lit four candles that represent the four themes of the Incarnation. Hope, love, joy and peace. We have placed ourselves in the season of expectation, awaiting our coming King. Today, as we continue this tradition, we light the Christ candle that represents the coming of light into darkness and the fulfillment of the promises of God. Whether you are alone or with others, find a place of quiet. Turn off your phone, close the door, and come to quiet in mind and in body. Take some deep breaths. Breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth. Let all the doings of the day slip from your attention. As you receive the gift of your breath, remember the gift that was given to the world this day. God took on breath. For unto us a child is born, to us a son is given. If you have a candle, light it now. And if at any point you find your mind wandering, draw your attention back to the Christ candle. The light that represents the hope, love, joy, and peace of Christ. Luke 1, 26-38 In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favoured. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favour with God. 
you will conceive and give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be? Mary asked the angel. Since I am a virgin. The angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come on you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age. And she, who was said to be unable to conceive, is in her sixth month. For no word from God will ever fail. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May your word to me be fulfilled. Then the angel left her. Luke 1, 46-55 And Mary said, My soul glorifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Saviour. For he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. From now on, all generations will call me blessed, for the Mighty One has done great things for me. Holy is his name. His mercy extends to those who fear him from generation to generation. He has performed mighty deeds with his arm. He has scattered those who are proud in their inmost thoughts. He has brought down rulers from their thrones, but has lifted up the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things, but has sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel, remembering to be merciful to Abraham and his descendants forever just as he promised our ancestors. Since the fall, the world has been wrapped by suffering. 2020 has been no different. The Christmas story does not give us a neat answer to why God allows suffering, but it does tell us what the answer isn't. It's not because he doesn't care. It's not because he doesn't love us, or he wouldn't have gotten involved. There is no indifference. come. Hope is fulfilled. Joy has dawned. Love has made his home among us. Peace has been given. Thank you.
Hebrews 2, 16-18. It's obvious, of course, that he didn't go to all this trouble for angels. It was for people like us, children of Abraham. That's why he had to enter into every detail of human life. Then, when he came before God as high priest to get rid of the people's sins, he would have already experienced it all himself. All the pain, all the testing, and would be able to help where help was needed. The following is a passage from a sermon by St. Augustine. Man's maker was made that he, ruler of the stars, might nurse at his mother's breast, that bread might hunger, the fountain thirst, the light sleep, the way be tired on its journey. that truth might be accused of false witness, the teacher be beaten with whips, the foundation be suspended on wood, that strength might grow weak, that the healer might be wounded, that life might die. Luke 1, 68-75 Praise be to the Lord, the God of Israel, because he has come to his people and redeemed them. He has raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he said through his holy prophets of long ago, Salvation from our enemies and from the hand of all who hate us. To show mercy to our ancestors, and to remember his holy covenant, the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to rescue us from the hand of our enemies and to enable us to serve him without fear in holiness and righteousness before him all our days. Henry Nouwen says, The good news of the gospel, therefore, is not that God came to take away our suffering, but that God wanted to become part of it.
Lord, this year has been full of suffering, loss, waiting and anxiety. The realities of this fallen world have weighed heavy on us this year. We acknowledge the hurt of this year, but we also acknowledge the triumphs, the beauty. We receive all that this year has been as a gift. And we thank you for meeting us in our mess for taking on the vulnerability of a human, a child. It was for love that you came to dwell among us. Christ, Son of God, who was and is and is to come, be with us this day, we pray. Amen. May you be blessed with rest, however your January looks. Be sure to check in each Sunday through January, as we will be sharing more podcasts like this one, to help as you practice Sabbath over the coming weeks.